Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. I would imagine you know, that philosophy that you guys had to that choice that you made to leave work at the gym and and just enjoy the time. That's probably what we need to do with our families when we get home. So that transitions really nice into another question of how do you balance family and basketball, the passion that you have for it? Well, it's it's helpful now because my my oldest son is is playing for us. That helps. I get to spend more time with him. I see him way more than my wife does, which upsets her. But, um, (laughs) you know, I think, again, and and not to keep pounding on this, but I think, you know, I think Coach Golden, you know, uh, helped me grow from that. Um, But I think seeing how he, you know, he coached his kids in Little League and he did all that. And my kids, I didn't do that, you know, and and I missed out on that. Um, Mm. And so seeing that, I think that's one of the reasons he was able to handle because some of the, the struggles we had early was because he had such a good life at home, you know, and I had a good one too, but I, I, I can remember times when I was working elsewhere where I was gone all the time, you know, and, and I wasn't seeing my kids grow up and, and coming to Abilene Christian, um, just not, not just, just, not just Joe Golding, but just Abilene Christian in general really helped me kind of center myself a little bit and realize truly what's important. I mean, this is a place where kids are welcome. I mean, we got kids running around the office all day. We got, you know, my my assistants are, can bring their kids up here and hang out. Uh, I want I want my guys to go home for dinner, even if there's going to be days where we have to come back up here mm-hmm. uh, and work at night. But I want everybody to go home and have dinner with their families if they can. Um, kiss their kids goodnight. You know, and if we got to come back up here, we got to come back up here. Uh, but I think that's the biggest thing. I think really when I came to Abilene Christian 10 years ago was when I was able to kind of reconnect. <laughs> and that's sad to say, but reconnect with my family. On, on a personal level and, and start to see how much, you know, uh, they actually helped me become a better coach, you know, yeah. um, because I'm not pouring everything I have into this um, and, and they're involved in it. I think that's one of the reasons why my, my son wants to wanted to play here um, and for me is because, um, because we have that connection now that we didn't used to have, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think just, just Abilene Christian has really helped me with that. Uh, but being around people like, like Joe, uh, and then, and then I have an unbelievable staff with beautiful families, um, all at different stages, you know, and, and just, and now getting to connect with their families and letting their kids run around up here. And, um, you know, we had one, we had a, we had one kid last year, uh, coach Trilly, one of my assistant coaches, his, his son tried to sit on the bench during the game. And, uh, we had, we had the security trying to pull him back as we were in that tennis facility. We weren't in the Coliseum. Yeah. I said, man, if he wants to sit down here, let him sit. Uh, but of course, coach Trilly said, no, 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 no. You know, yeah. let, let him go back with his mom. But, uh. But honestly, that stuff, man, is super important. I think if you don't, if you don't let your family be a part of what you're doing, man, then, then one of them's going to break. Um, and and usually it's it's the family. And, and unfortunately for all of us that are competitors and all that, yeah. and, and that's the last thing I ever wanted to happen uh, because my family is is so important to me. Some great reminders there, man. And I think it's special that ten years ago you were able to 
see the the path that you were on with your family and you were to make that change and you obviously like you said you had other people around that helped you see it too but I wonder how many coaches out there don't make that realization until it's too late because we we only have that certain amount of time with the especially our kids when we're at home and then also just remembering to cherish our wives that we have and not ever allow them to feel second to the game and that's something that my wife and I have talked about a lot is I never want her to feel like it's basketball and then her or or the kids so it sounds like you were able to see that early on and right on time I was and and, you know one of the good things that I've tried to carry on that coach Golding did and, and I'd never had this when I was anywhere else was you know he always let me pick a couple of trips where I could bring my wife and my kids um, with us. And so I've tried to continue that. Um, and I, we just met on this the other day. I, you know, I told the assistants, hey, man, go back to your families and figure out which one. You know, um, they want, Of course, they can't travel at all. They all have different things going on, too. But, but I think it's important for them to ex- experience what we experience when we're gone, yeah. you know, for a week or two weeks. And, um, and they can travel with us and see that. Um, and I think that's something that he did that really connected with me and that I've tried to continue um since I've gotten the job I've had a lot of coaches say that that have coached their own sons that it was a really special experience for them that they loved it but then I would imagine well I'm going through it right now I stepson is a sophomore at faith and and he's playing and I you know don't know what team or anything yet but uh yeah I don't want to put that out there just in case he hears this but no but um and it's going well but what advice do you have for coaches that do have their kids in their programs and, and are going to be spending time with them like on the floor. So I, I called some good friends of mine um, when, when my son decided to come here um, and in all honesty, he's not a division one caliber athlete. You know um, he knew that we had a long talk about that. Um, he could have played small college like I did. Um, he was good enough to do that, but he wanted to come be a part of this and which meant a lot to me. Um, and, and so I called some good friends of mine, one of them in particular was Kellen Sampson, who's a good friend of mine at H- the University of Houston, who played for his dad. I, I saw him very similar to Colby, um, you know, different times, different levels and all that stuff. But, um, you know, and, and one of the things I said, what was some of the things that, you know, you and your dad did that separated that, you know? And he, he told me, and not trying to get personal with it, he put out his business, but he just said, hey, I always called my dad coach. I, I made sure when I was there, he was coach. And when I was at home, he was dad. Um, and then I don't even think he realized he said it to me. Uh, but his dad, you know, he said his, his dad coached him hard, but he always felt like his dad was was still dad, even when he was coaching him. And so I've tried to not, like, of course you have to separate the two, but I also want him to know that I am still his dad, you know. Um, it's like when he got hurt the other day, you know. I, I mean, I still, I'm still his dad. Uh, yeah. I can't fake it. And, and so I'm not going to try to fake it and let somebody else go take care of him, you know. Like, he's still my kid. And I think uh, it, that's tricky. I think you have to figure out how to do that. Um, and I'm not sure I figured it out completely just yet. Yeah. Um, uh, I coach him just like I coach everybody else. Um, and he does. He calls me coach. That's one of the things me and him talked about, you know. Um, but uh, I still want him to know that when we're walking out of the gym, I can put my arm around him just like I would any of my other players. But he is my kid. And um, I'm not going to separate that. He can still be my kid even when he's out there on the floor. I was just thinking about when you're talking coaches having to separate, you know, who they are at home, who they are, how they are at the gym or, or making sure that maybe the, uh, there, there's going to be some obvious differences between the way that we coach and, and talk to our team and maybe the way that we relax at home. But I think that's maybe a challenge too. Like 
should we have to change that much as a person? Like if we are somebody completely different at the gym with a team, we're losing our cool. We're saying things that in our at home we wouldn't say. Maybe that's like a gut check moment. Like I would, I would hope, I would hope that, yeah, maybe some of our family jokes, family voices, some things that are just for us, we do keep at home. But then when I am coaching them here, there may be some times where the passion comes out. But at the end of the day, too, it's like, yeah, it's it's the same person. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what I was trying to articulate. Yeah. I didn't do a very good job of it. But I, I think uh, that's kind of what, you know, he was saying to me is that I think he he never felt like his dad, which is probably why he's so his dad's so good, <laughs> you know, but but his dad never changed who he was yeah. for, at home with him. To where he was at you know of course he's coaching him and he's he's doing some things that he wouldn't do at home but he was never a, a different person yeah I think, that's the, I think that's the 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 nugget that i'm taking like i have to make yeah. sure that the culture we have the way i'm treating them like i should feel good about that and i shouldn't feel like it's different than what, the way that i am i think that's the, the our coach is different outside of the gym that they are when they're inside. Now I'm not talking about passion, volume, things like that. Yeah. But uh, gut check, really, for me, like I need to make sure that I'm the same person. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's basically what he was telling me, and I'm I'm trying, to, yeah. you know, to make sure I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. Well, because I you you played in college, and and I had some experiences in college where, man, sometimes the guy that we saw, and, and I'm. Not talking about Coach Drew, just I don't want sure. people to think that. But that guy that I saw was was different. But then all of a sudden, like in front of the media or outside, that's another person. And that's hard. It's hard as a player to, you know, one, we don't want them to be on their toes, whether they're our kid or not. We want them to feel comfortable with, yeah, Coach will be Coach every day, whether we played good or bad, won or lost. He's going to be consistent. But that was my experience quite often and again just a reminder i think i'm more just telling myself it right now than anything else that i need to make sure I'm, i'm being that guy yeah for sure thank you for checking out today's episode please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast share it with your fellow coaches and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the jamoti podcast it's just a matter of doing it